Hey guys, you're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. I am so humbled by your time and your attention. Man, it would mean the world to me if right now, if you texted one of your friends with a link to this podcast and you were just like, hey, check this guy out, give this guy a listen. You know, I think fitness, finance, faith, you know, it might help you out. Help me spread the message, help me spread the word. Man, it would be phenomenal. F-Cubed Podcast. I am your host, Jim Schultz, and we are back. And uh, first, let me apologize if you hear the raindrops falling in the background. As uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot I can do about that. So that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be the background music of today's track. Kind of set a little ambiance for what I'm about to lay down for you guys. And man, Monday motivation. This is really kind of motivation that pertains to me motivation that pertains to yours truly and I hope you guys feel the same way I hope you guys feel the excitement that uh, I'm about to share with you guys but man I am really fired up because I figured it out so I just had just an absolutely just aha moment this was probably only a few days ago and so the ink is barely dry on this idea And so last Monday for the Monday Motivation one week ago, I talked about discomfort and I talked about Susan David and her idea of emotional agility. And I think the quote that she had for us was the admission to a meaningful life, the the admission to a meaningful life, the price of admission. Let me try this for the ninth time. The price of admission for a meaningful life is discomfort. And I talked about that for fitness and finance and faith, and I just, I really like that a lot. Well, another little nugget that I pulled away from the podcast that I was listening of her uh, a few days after that, that first little nugget of wisdom, was this. She didn't necessarily, I don't think, come up with this idea, but she referenced it, and it just triggered just this whole set of dominoes falling inside of my mind for thinking, wow, this is it. She said that psychology has shown over and over again that sustainable, long-lasting change is the result of someone feeling like they want to change, not feeling like they have to change. And I heard that, and let me tell you guys, man, I was fired up. And that's what I want to share with you guys here today. I just kind of want to share with you guys my initial interpretation of learning that, my initial interpretation of hearing that. You know, I haven't really formally fleshed out my thoughts. I haven't looked at the research yet. I haven't done any of that. But I am so excited for the content that is going to flow and follow from this idea. Because here's the reason why. When I think about my own journey... Specifically, I'm relating this to, we could apply this to any of fitness, finance, and faith. And I will in due time. Quick shout out to Submersed, my favorite band of all time. They have an album called In Due Time that you should absolutely add to your Spotify playlist right now. But in due time, we will cover all the, all the elements and angles of this idea. But right now, I'm specifically framing this 
inside of a fitness context. When I think about my own journey from a fitness standpoint, I think about bodybuilding and I think about growing up, you know, as a really overweight, out of shape kid. You know, I think about all that stuff. I've certainly had plenty of struggles along the way. I still have plenty of struggles here today. But one of the things that I've been so lucky and fortunate and blessed and by God's grace alone has happened to me is, and you can probably hear the raindrops now, so hopefully you guys can still hear me, as uh, it is definitely pouring outside. And I'm sitting in my car. I'm not sitting outside, and so it could be worse, but, uh, but onward, onward we press. But one of the things that was obvious to me when I heard this quote from Susan David or I heard this idea from Susan David that is in the psychology research and it is this this whole idea of wanting to and having to when I think back to my history and when I think back to you know the, my own journey and the changes that I've made yeah this is probably this is probably pretty loud. And so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to cut it right here and I'm going to wait for the rain to lighten up a bit and uh, we'll come back. Okay, so we're back. It's a little bit better now the rain has lightened up a bit, but you'll probably still hear it in the background, but I I want to finish this idea. I want to finish these thoughts and get them out to you guys, man. But when I think about my own journey within physical fitness, you know, I've been able to maintain ever since kind of making you know, it took me a couple of cracks, to be honest with you guys. But for the last, you know, I don't know, it's 2018. I mean, for the last decade or so, I've pretty much, by and large, been able to maintain a reasonable level of physical fitness. Now, without question, I've certainly gone, you know, too far, you know, on both ends of the spectrum in terms of, you know, my level of physical fitness, in terms of, you know, my relationship with training and nutrition and just all that stuff and spilling over and gaining too much weight after a show or you know whatever the case may be I'm not perfect I've made my share of mistakes without question but I have been able to hold on to a pretty reasonable level of progress I have been able to hold on to a pretty reasonable level of physical fitness and I really feel like a big part of the reason why is because when I think back to my history and when I think back to, you know, when I think back to my journey, I've noticed that it has been governed by this burning desire, this burning passion to want to change, to want to be the best I can be. To want to train my tail off. To want to sacrifice at the dinner table. To want to eat healthy food. To want to figure out the optimal way to do things. It hasn't necessarily felt like I've had to do this. You know, by and large, I wake up every day and have woken up every day just feeling like, man, I get the opportunity to do this. I am just so blessed And I treat this whole process as a privilege, not as a chore. And that has shaped my perspective. It has shaped my view. 
It has shaped everything around my journey of physical fitness. And so when I heard this on the Susan David podcast, I was like, I think that's it, man. Like, I think that's part of the reason why I was able to cling on to, you know, the lion's share of my success within the world of physical fitness. Now, I mean, everything is so autopilot for me. Everything is such a habit that I really just do things now without even thinking about them. I really do things now and they're very second nature. Like getting up in the morning is not even a big deal. Getting up in the morning early and going to train, it's just literally what I do. I don't think about it. I don't have to kind of will myself to want to do this. It just happens. It's it's a habit now. And I think that's the state that we're all trying to get to, right? That's the state that I'd be willing to bet you want to be at where everything is so automatic. Everything is, is set on such autopilot you just do it. You don't think about it. Well, I think that a lot of people, when they start this journey, I think a lot of times they set themselves up for failure because of what I've recently learned. Because they feel this pressure that they have to get in shape by a certain date. That, man, they just have to turn this around. That, man, they are just required. They place these kind of you know, implicit requirements on themselves. And don't get me wrong, there's a time and a place for deadlines. There's a time and a place for feeling like, man, I got to get this done or it's not going to happen. I'm not saying that you should totally discount or discard that mentality either. But learning what I've just recently learned, I'm now realizing the power of just kind of reshaping your focus and feeling like, you know what? I want to do this. I don't have to do this. No one is forcing me to do this. But you know what? I get to do this. And I want to do this. And the reason why I'm so fired up for this, and the reason why I'm excited to share all this with you guys here today, is if you have listened to, you know, F-Cubed, the podcast, the YouTube channel, you've read the blog posts that I'll put up, you know, from time to time on Facebook, on LinkedIn, You know, my little tweets here and there. I mean, through all the different mediums or media that you could be following F-Cubed through or by, you know that one of the things that I'm really focused on, one of the things that I really want to create is a reservoir of information and knowledge and know-how and tactics for you guys that will create change that is sustainable that will create change that is long-lasting. That's what I want to do because that's all I care about. I don't care about, all right, can you, you know, can you buckle down for four weeks and, you know, like go keto. I mean, one of the, if you guys are following me on YouTube and checking out the recent uh, video series that I've done on keto, got a new video coming out tomorrow, by the way, keto for athletes. So definitely check that out. But if you've seen the, the recent two, you know that, My big problem with keto is not keto itself. Keto itself is fine. My big problem with keto is I don't think most people can stick to it. I don't think most people can adhere to the protocol long term. I don't think most people can do it for six weeks or 12 weeks or six months. But even if you can do that, I'm going to say 995 out of 1,000 can't do it for the rest of their lives. And so I don't like that out of the gates. I don't like stepping into something that's not you know, aligned with my long-term success. 
And so that's what I'm trying to do with FQ. I'm trying to create things that are aligned with your long-term success. And that's why I'm so fired up for this. Because this whole mentality of wanting to and not feeling like I need to, wanting to and not needing to, man, that's powerful stuff. And so this is it. This is the first little chunk of content that is kind of centered on this idea of wanting to and not needing to. A lot more on this to come, man. From every which way, I can't wait to take a look at this research. I can't wait to kind of dive into the psychology of what's going on. Because we're humans, man. We're not robots. We're humans, so we need to understand our psychological biases. And let's not run from them. Let's embrace them. And let's position ourselves to kind of harness the power of those psychological behaviors. So that's it, man. A little Monday motivation for you guys. I hope this uh, gave you guys something new to think about. I hope maybe this lifted your spirits. I hope maybe this filled you with a little bit of motivation and inspiration. It has certainly filled me with motivation and inspiration. And so you guys have a great rest of the day. And uh, I will see you guys on Wednesday. You're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. But have you checked out the YouTube channel yet? Man, go to Live F Cubed. That's the F Cubed website, Live F Cubed. And in the upper right-hand corner, you can find a link right to the YouTube channel. I don't have enough clout. I don't have enough prestige yet to have you know my own YouTube URL that is recognizable. It's just a bunch of letters and consonants that nobody's going to remember. I don't even know it myself, so I'm certainly not going to give you that. But go to LiveFCubed, click on the YouTube link, check out the videos, subscribe. Got a lot of stuff coming out in video form, so definitely give that a look.